Great rising. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is that you're listening to this podcast. I'd like to say welcome. This is Thoughts of a Black Girl. So it's been a while. I ain't gonna hold you. Um, And it's so funny because I'm picking up slang like I ain't gonna hold you um, from the youth. Uh, Being that I teach high school now and you all are aware, I've made it known. Um, Yeah, they the way the the new age of talking for this generation is different. Not too different. Um, There's things that I say and they'll laugh and they'll say, oh, I haven't heard that or and it'll be new to them. Right. And then things that they say, which is new to me. And so I have to break down, like, what does that even mean? Right. But it's amazing. So I came in. This is our fall break. I came in on my day off. I've come in a couple times this week just because I didn't plan a getaway vacation. I thought of one, you know, I thought a few different type of vacations that I would like to experience, either one spending a lot of money in Vegas or another, you know, um, chilled out in the middle of Arizona somewhere where there's a portal. You know, I'm into, you know, I'm into spirituality by now and I'm into finding your inner connecting, not finding because we all have what we may not know. Right. And so connect, excuse me, connecting to the inner person, the higher person, the the self, that's the the core. Right. That Gino, that that God gene that's within us, that's that's being activated, that had been lost for a lot of a lot of many years because of so many different reasons. Right. Uh, Because we've been convoluted with a lot of programming that I've said many, many segments over the last few years. You've heard me speak on the programming. You've heard me speak on even the systematic programming that school offers, right? Where kids are subject to be put in and under and into labels based on their academic status, based on, but the funny thing is, well, one of the things, matter of fact, and I can't think of his real name right now, so forgive me if you're a true Rock fan, but right now I can only think of his name as The Rock. Um, Dwayne, yes. Sorry for those of you who are Rock fans. I do know his name. But um, so anyway, he had mentioned, you know, uh, he was given a math problem or something. And he couldn't think of how to solve it at the moment. And he was like, you know what? I failed. I failed math. Okay, so when he said that, what, what what it was reminded me or what it reminded me of was the fact that, right, just because you fail a subject in school doesn't determine how your life is going to turn out, doesn't determine what kind of life you're going to, and it does, and it sure in the heck doesn't determine if you're going to be a millionaire or not, right? No, it doesn't. So to make some of these students feel that they their worth what their life is going to be is going to be subject to their subjects in school, which some of the subjects in school that they are made to go to have nothing to do with real life at all. And more so about uh, getting an assignment, right? And completing that assignment. And if I could get, and, and that's one of the focuses that I want to focus on in this last quarter the last little ending of the uh, first semester is just getting them to know that you're not your grade, 
okay? That doesn't determine your worth or who you are. Um, what determines your worth and who you are is you, okay? And you set the bar. You don't set the bar based on the programming that they set the bar for you of what is acceptable and not acceptable in society. That's, again, programming that's meant to deter you or put you in a, in a competition with others and makes you devalue or value yourself based on a bar that was set by someone who did not create you that that was set by someone who did not make sure your DNA right and genetics was completely lined up how like they have they have no power to do that now yes there are scientists out there and there are people who are trying to play god right that trying to create they are creating um clones and different things like that and and you know uh, excuse the bell the bell will continue to ring even though class is not in session that was just my sign that I'm one point on what I'm talking about. That's how I look at things. Every time I look or see or hear um, something, I take it as a sign because this, again, we are nothing more, nothing less than spiritual having an earthly experience on this planet that we have been trapped on for thousands of years trying I don't want to say thousands, but yes, thousands, hundreds of years trying to, at this point, break generational cycles from our gener- genealogical, generational curses and setups that's been set prior to us. And so if each time that we come here from our lineage, from our bloodline, a new set of us chosen ones are set to go forth to help create restore and break these cycles right not all of them are bad and and but um not all of them are good and if you experience things uh one of the things that i i know that i have been helping my students realize and is meditation, them connecting with their higher self, them connecting to their power, them connecting to who they were created to be. And, you know, some are limited in their mindsets, which I expect that because they're teens and they're young and sometimes their parents aren't equipped to show them the way, right? So then God allows some of us divine chosen ones to come in the mist, come in the picture and give them an opportunity to get it right. And they do. Everyone gets an opportunity to know the truth. Everyone gets an opportunity to get it right. If they choose once given the opportunity not to go further in their own journey as far as researching, as far as getting to know the truth, as far as seeking out then um, that's on them however every student that I encounter that comes into encounter rents I don't know if encounterments is a word but it is today and I know the meaning so I just made it a word I can spell it it's a word to me <laughs> Webster didn't have nothing to do with it if it's not a word <laughs> but anyway them encountering me 
and not just me, right? Those who are like me, those chosen ones. I'm not the only chosen one, right? But I am part of an elite group that have been chosen, right? To be here, to make an impact, to do something, right? In this day and age, about this day and age. So I give them an opportunity to connect. Some students connect, some are too immature and they take it, you know, too lightly. And some think it's the devil. If any student responds to me like opening their third, um, their pineal gland or tapping into what they have heard to be called the third eye, tapping into that God gene, if someone tells me, which I had a couple students say, this is the devil or that's the devil, I don't want to get do anything to do with that, you'll hear a bell ring in just a moment. That was a warning bell, so excuse it. But um, if I hear a student respond in that way, I know that they're unlearned. I know that they have been indoctrinated and programmed to believe anything outside of what they have been told by a preacher is the devil. Anything outside of what their parents have told them outside of the Bible is the devil. For a lot of years, I have been fear-mongered into believing that, even growing up as a child. I have pastors, grandfather, great-grandfathers, uncles, I, great-uncles. I have pastors and deacons. We come from a long line of very Christian, like my grandmother is a first lady, very Christian, you know, very old saints, right? Who believe a lot of things that even I do is considered witchcraft or a lot of things that um, I believe is not Christian or a lot of things the thing that, and I don't want to try to prove, I don't want to try to change religion. I'm in a public school setting, right? I'm not trying to change people's religious backgrounds. I just want, as I had been open to learning, as I am a scholar, as I have took religious studies, as I have been in church all my life, as, as I have read the Bible, studied the Bible, prayed, I've been to seminary school. I mean, I know that I have segments that I, I talk about my background, right? And it's not only about my background because those the bible has is basic instructions before leaving earth i believe that wholeheartedly the instructions that the bible gives are similar very similar outside of the tribes that it's mentioned it's very similar to all of the religious doctrine out there that people tend to follow ultimately the underlying message for it all is give love sacrificing oneself in the name of love all things out of love all things are love and all things begin and end in love and when it does not you see the strife you see the turmoil you see the hate you see the pain you see the distrust you see the lies you see the manipulation you see the 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 destruction, you see the envy, you see the jealousy, you see the curses, right? <laughs> it, 
I just summed up almost every single doctrine that teaches a religion. Okay? That the underlying message is and will can always continue to be love. Even in the black Bible, the, the I don't know, um, I believe Satan has a Bible too, right? And I don't go into studying or reading it or looking into it. But I know that the underlying message is do unto others as you want done to you. Do what, do what you got to do to live, to survive, to be. And give lo- you give what you put out. Like there are rules, universal laws. God's word that's been spoken into mankind, into existence in this realm. And that transcends through all realms and through all dimensions, right? And the message is never going to come back void because it's true. Because creator has created it and it's in the atmosphere. And once it's in the atmosphere, it continues. No matter who what everyone is bound by the set of universal laws on every dimension even the devil right and so those laws that will never be void is really the the intention that you put in behind your heart space behind what everybody else might not be able to see but you know within when you do something say something go somewhere anything that is what you're conjuring. That's what is happening around you. That's what you're exalting. So if it's pain, it's pain you're going to see. If it's envy, it's envy you're going to see. If it's jealousy, it's jealousy you're going to see. If it's hate and evil, hate and evil is what you're going to see. But if it's love and if it's ideas, if it's building, if it's prosperous, if it's multitude, if it's abundance, then that's what you're going to see. So if I can get the young minds that God has allowed me to influence to grasp the minute things and the minute things are things that I I didn't learn, I didn't know even after all the fasting and all the praying and all the church settings and all the sending people to Christ and all the studies that I've done and all the people that I've encountered and everywhere that I've traveled and there's so much more to do and travel and go and and impact but from everything I know when the biggest shifts in my life happened I know when I got the big idea the, the grand idea right and it came to me in my late 20s, in my, in my 30s, like it came to me in full fruition, of course, as it did everyone, when we experienced this shift, the earth, when we experienced 2020, when we experienced 2012. If you don't know the backdrop on that, do your own research. 
But when we experience those major massive shifts, when people are experiencing what they considered and what they call the Mandela effect, and I've seen it (laughs) with my own eyes as well, when they are awakening, it's put us in a shift where time is an illusion as it always has been, but there's a shift. There's a major shift in it. And um, all I'm giving to these students outside of knowledge that they need to have for taking my class, of course, business and entrepreneurship, uh, a building block for them to have their own wealth, to not be, not to not have a ceiling, but to really realize that they are the rulers of their world, their universe. It comes with their thoughts. It comes with their ideas. It comes with their passion and their drive. No one else. There are blocks and stumbling blocks and distractions and all these things that are sent as cycles or as things to see if we're ready for the next level. But the things that I get to equip these students with, these these ideas that the fact that they get to meditate and they get to connect and and I give them a space where they can and they can ask questions and I don't know all the answers but I give them what I do know and what has helped me and if they can take that at 15 16 17 and some of them are even 18 years old if they can take this information and really apply it and maybe not all of them will I've done my job if one of them has supplied it. But the fact that I get to impact hundreds on a regular basis to where ratio, let's say 10% of them applied it, that's fine. Because that 10% is greater than the 1% of billionaires and millionaires that we have in the world, right? That 10% that's going to do that massive impact that's really taking the information and really doing something major with it and really finding who they are really starting to break cycles they have a head effing start seriously and that head start is a head start that's the purpose that's my purpose that's my goal that's my passion the head start that I allow them to get in life that some of us didn't get for the first 25, for the first 35 years. So if these, and even more so, not only do they get the information ahead of time, they have access to these technology developments, technological developments that have happened with cell phones and all these other things being connected to the world in this time, in this space. Next level, absolutely next level. They get exposed on one hand to all the traumas and and defeats and sinister things out in the world. But on the other hand, they get exposed to how many great things there really are, how many signs and wonders of the world there really is. If they want to tap into different realms of spirituality, they can. The only thing that would stop them is their own belief systems or the belief systems that have been pushed onto them. So they understand. And when they look at me, yes, I may not, and this may deter some of you, be considered a Christian. Now, yes, 
I believe in Yahweh. Yes, I believe Yeshua. Yes, I believe that there was a being here. If you call it Jesus, you don't call it Jesus, whatever you name, he was created as we all are created and given the ability to lead masses of people into an understanding that we are an embodiment of love, that we are not to judge, that in that time and day and age that he was here, that's what his work was to do. And greater works will we do, greater works you should be doing right now, greater works I know I am doing right now, right? So no, am I not a perfect, I'm not a perfect woman, whoa man, right? I'm not perfect. However, I'm learning, I'm growing, I'm t- I see each lesson. Now that I'm awakened, it's, it's a blessing and a curse. The blessing in it is, I know. I see the lessons. I know what lessons are coming. I see they're coming. I see when I'm not following suit. Everything is wide open to me beyond. And when I have questions about things, when I need higher guidance in that it's simple I just ask I just go into meditation I just pray about it the answers are revealed to me the knowledge is revealed to me there is nothing that's hidden from me not one thing that's hidden from me now there are actions of other people that kind of like I don't know what somebody's going to do right but I can sense them I can feel them I know if someone's sending their energy to me or when once they encounter me, if it's real or not, if it's trustworthy or not. And if I don't feel tr- like I can trust it, then I'm going into within myself. Why is this person in my life and I can't trust them? What would have me draw someone untrustworthy to me in this day and age where I'm at? What is it? What are they meant? What am I meant to do in their life or vice versa? Why are they, why have they encountered me? Why have I encountered them? These are questions that an awakened one asks. Someone who's open to the dimensions and spirituality in the realms. Yes, I'm still learning. Yes, I'm still growing. Yes, I'm not perfect. However, the blessing and curse in it is ignorance is bliss, right? So if I have not been awakened, if I wasn't called, if I wasn't chosen, if I didn't choose to stay on the journey that I've chose for for my life at this moment, could I ever be blind to it? No, (laughs) not now. I've asked too many times to not be blind. However, the ignorance is bliss. The not knowing, just going about life in the day-to-day cycles, right? There are people in this world that are created to be fillers of time and space, right? They just fill up time and space. They're more like, I think, what, like uh, the Sims characters, right? Whatever little, whatever programming that's set forth for that person to follow, click a button, they're going to follow it. Tell them to go there, they're going to go there. Tell them to open the refrigerator, they're going to open the refrigerator. Tell them to eat this, they're going to eat this. Tell them to do that, they're going to do that. They're, they're, they're here for the programming. They're set here. As, <laughs> but there are some of us that are not fillers, that are actually called, chosen, 
divinely selected to give to the collective, which when I say collective, to give to all, to give to people around us, to give to encounters, other spiritual being encounters, other godly beings, knowledge, a piece of the truth where they can take and open it up to a a whole world of truths that they would never have known that's been hidden or dormant within, right? And they have to seek it out. They don't know to seek it out until someone comes into their lives, chosen, appointed, designed, steps in and lets them know. Let's, let's awaken who you really are. Let's find what your gift is. So anyway, I had been waiting to post on a segment. As you can see, it's been almost a month. The reason is because I was waiting to get my program up and running for the school so that this becomes, like I said, not only does my daughter have the college realm of it, but I can hand this thoughts of a black girl, really thoughts of an awakened one. (laughs) I should change the name. So if I see any of y'all with the thoughts of an awakened one, I know you've been listening to thoughts of a black girl and you took it, but it's okay because whatever's for me is divinely for me and no one can take it do nothing (laughs) when it's set for you when something's for you it's for you no matter what it looks like no matter what this world has chopped it up to be no matter what programs have gone forth and said it wasn't if it's for you it's for you no one can take it away okay just game it's free take it but i was waiting i'm gonna get the program approved first get the ones who actually want to sign up for my club which program club they'll we'll meet when we meet we'll talk about issues different things when it comes to culture being young you know um for them too being in a predominantly um caucasian or predominantly uh, white, whatever, how, whatever um, school or um, demographic, things like that. We're going to talk about it all. And I'm not going to be, it's not going to be subject to any one color or race or creed. I'm not like that. I'm open to all. My type is all, you know, when it comes to just intelligence, period. Intelligence, open-mindedness is what I'm for, right? And so, um, giving them the ability to sign up for this club, getting it approved. If they approve it, they sign up. Parents approve some of the topics that we're going to talk about. So maybe the the exclusivity of the topics or, you know, if they're okay with talking about religion and talking about sex and talking about different things, then they'll be on uh, approved to go onto my podcast. And we're going to go from there. So because I hadn't had time to get that all together, I thought I was going to just wait. So the next time you see us post, we're live, we're streaming, um, you're able to see the students back, you know, and it's next level. However, it's a little delayed and it's not delayed because anything has delayed it. It's self, right? It's what I put on my on the table for me 
because I'm teacher, mother, scholar. Um, I'm doing many things. I'm on a spiritual journey, an ascension, awakening journey. Uh, I mean, a divine journey by all means. And there's so many other things that I experience day to day. So, yes, I have a list of things to accomplish. And I think everything in due season and perfect timing of its own. But you all know what's coming. I've told you what's coming. You'll see it come to pass. We'll try it. If it if it expands how it's supposed to, it's going to go great. If if it doesn't, then it won't. And I'll be back to my bedroom or in the odd hours or driving in my car or whatever experience I tend to take or have and recording on my cell phone as I am right now when I realize it's been a few weeks. It's been almost a month. I need to stay consistent no matter what I do. So if I say every Thursday, it's every Thursday, no matter how long or whatever comes up. If I want to take a break, I'm going to take a break. I'm learning not to be too hard on myself, right? We tend to be too hard on ourselves sometimes, and we are our own, and I know you've heard this, but we are our own worst critic. There's things that I noticed about myself. I, I was getting my lashes done. I realized I like my lashes when I do, or not my lashes. I was getting my lashes done, but this wasn't when it happened. I was getting my eyebrows done. And I realized I like my eyebrows and my lashes best when I do them, right? I know how to do both. When I do it myself, it's perfect for me because it's my face. I know what I'm doing and I like it. When someone else does it, I'm like, I'm extra, I feel like I'm extra critique I don't even know if that's a word, but it is today. Hopefully, you know the, you know, critique, critique you know, we can spell it. We made it a word. All right. So it was extra critique You know, I was telling the eyebrow lady, like, I didn't like my, I really didn't like my eyebrows. I felt like the first time she did it several months back within the, uh, during the summer, it was the first time I liked it. It was the width, the length of my eyebrows, the color all good I'm like okay well I didn't come back for several months and she might have even found out you know um who I was not saying that that means anything I um I knew who she I found out who she was based on what she does but anyway um she does my eyebrows this next time and I felt that she had gotten fallen off right which I'll probably go back to her again I'll be a little bit more detailed with her because the first time I just let her do her and she did great. This next time I let her do her and it was not good. So, um, I was showing her the unevenness on each eyebrow that I wanted to align with my nose. The color she chose was like a light brown. So basically what I could tell that she did was like she used a color on me that she would use on a Caucasian or someone extra fair skinned. I didn't like that. Like, no, don't switch me up to light brown or this red offish color. Like, that's not me. That's not my face. You did good doing dark brown, black last time. This little off color that you used on me this time doesn't match my skin tone. So that's mistake one. 
and then I showed her my nose, right? And so this is what I'm talking about, critiquing. She was like, well, it aligned from this angle. I was like, well, there's things about my nose that I noticed that other people may not notice. And when I pointed out, they're like, oh, I would have never noticed that about your face until you pointed it out. I'm like, it's so obvious to me. So I don't know why it's not obvious to y'all, but it's obvious to me. And when I see that it's obvious, like, I really want to get like some surgery done on my nose. And that's probably what happens to the famous people. Some of the famous people that come up on lots of money, they decide they start looking and critiquing things about them or they've always critiqued things about them that no one else noticed. And once they start playing around and trying to change what God has divinely, every every flaw is a is beauty. Every unique part of you is beauty. Every spot, every scar, every awkward position of your nose, angle, ears, all that is divinely you, who you are exterior. And, it, and it's not default, not pretty or not good enough. So that programming to think that this may, this has, or that has to be a certain way is false. It's a false reality is a false illusion. And, but there's things I notice and I keep telling myself, I'm going to have plastic surgeon fix that. No one notices it until I say something. Right. And I have to really like point it out, but I notice it all the time. So I'm doing things that I can do for myself to fix it for me because I like, I want to fix it. I'm like, when did this happen? When did I lose cartilage here? I got cartilage on this side full and cartilage is missing on this side so do I remove the cartilage and be walking around like Michael Jackson or do I get a filler what do I need to do and it's not that I want to look like a magazine not that I want to be under standard it's just something that I want to see when I look at my face and no one else noticed it but when I showed her she was like oh yeah I see the difference I'm like yeah so maybe that's throwing your angles for my eyebrows off because this is not, and I was like, because it's not lining up right. So she goes to try to fix it, but ultimately I had to go home and fix it truly for myself to my liking. And that's what I noticed. I'm paying someone $45, paying someone for my eye, my lashes, $70, $80. But when I do my brows, when I do my lashes, it costs me no more than 10 bucks out of my own pocket. And I like it better. Where's the right where's the disconnect that's as a finance major as someone who teaches business as someone who knows money and wrong and right investments there's there's something off there it's off-putting even when I think about same thing with some of the things that I buy there's things that I know that I can learn to do for myself hair, whatever, that I wouldn't have to spend, right? Food, meals that I can go home and cook. I can get a week's worth of stuff or a couple days worth of stuff and make that meal two, three, four times. Or I can go out and buy it one time and eat it that one day for that one hour. Where's the logic, right? Where's these programmings? But on a lighter note, 
I had coffee, had me some Folgers at home. Yes, I can. I got caramel, ice, sugar, whatever I need to make, you know, hot chocolate, whatever I need to spruce up my coffee. But did I go to, listen, Starbucks today? Yes, I did. They asked for oat milk with cold foam. Yeah. Do I have oat milk at home? Yes. <laughs> right? So I paid $8 because I got a venti. I didn't get a grande. I paid $8 because I get chai and all these extra little healthy things thinking I'm, you know, having a healthier drink. Spend $8 when I could have made my coffee at home for free. Because I already spent $8 on all the ingredients that they took for that I could use for a whole month making coffee for this one day. Right? That's the, There's the logic. There's, I'm just giving you, being transparent, giving you where I see even in my daily acts. Now, this ain't spiritual. This is more programming. It's more the fact that whether we're on social media or we're in or uh, we're... Um, being exposed to different types of media with that different types of media we're always getting exposed to ads we're always getting exposed to buy something to sell something to feel like we're a part of a higher class another type (laughs) but at the end of the day it's still a form of programming set to distract us from what truly truly matters our spiritual growth, our, our internal well-being, who we are in the world, what impact we're making. And it seems like sometimes I repeat the message in different ways, but it, it deserves repeating. It's a message that obviously if love has been preached or has been gone forth or has been told time and time again century after century and we still have to tell people about it that means this message deserves repeating i might come on here once a week or once or you know or take a break for a month or come you know but the message that i give is a message worth giving every day all day long right It's a message that some pastors have to give every Wednesday, Sunday, or Saturday, Tuesday, or whatever religion. It's a message that at a certain time, every four or five hours, a Muslim is is getting down and praying and giving reverence, right, to their creator, to Allah, right? for remembrance, for holy, holy, sacral purposes, right? To know that this life isn't what I do and the programming that goes forth in this life is not above stopping, taking that pause and giving reverence to the creator, sovereignty, right? To each his own. 
So the message is meant to go forth all day, every day on repeat so that we don't forget. And so the great thing for me is the consistency, the push to remain consistent, the push to give the message, be the messenger, be the communicator. Yes, I will have some that don't agree. Yes, I'll have some that judge. Yes, there will be some who are all in. Yes, there will be some that hate. Yes, 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 it's the way of life, right? There will be others. I mean, hell, they they <laughs> they put Jesus on the cross. It's sub- it's symbolic, to be honest, but it goes to show when you're for a cause that's making an impact and people don't agree, they will make you look like the thief, the bad guy, the liar. But when it's all said and done, your message, if true and tried, will go forth long after your body has decayed and people will follow suit. Hey, same with Tupac. And one day with Kanye. I know y'all laugh now. I know that, I mean, he might not, I don't want to speak over his life. He may be highly protected. He may end up doing a a Tupac, a, a Machiavelli type of experience where, you know, here one day, gone the next, faking it all, whatever, whatever he got to do to escape what he's gotten himself into. However, we don't wrestle with flesh and blood. We wrestle with spirits. And if he's truly protected in all realms and his mom is crossed over, he's guided, right? He's protected. People might think he's crazy, but truth will be revealed. He's here for a reason, for a purpose, for a time as this. And if his life is um, not taken from him, like they did DMX or many of the others, Prince, Michael, whoever, right? If his life is not taken or his time is not up or he didn't sign, uh, you know, many of them have to sign their lives over. But if he was able to null and void that contract or something was able to happen, whatever the case may be, if he doesn't have to give up his life and he is able to be highly protected and there are going to be those who follow suit, they're going to follow him. Regardless of how many others say he's crazy, he's lost his mind, he don't know what he's talking about, he's suffering from bipolar or suffering from this or suffering from that, or we got a mental, um, we have a mental disorder, we can label him as, and then no one will believe his truth <laughs> to each his own. Because the ones who know, know there's nothing you can do about it, nothing no one can do about it. If they're on the journey to seek the truth, they're going to find the truth and the truth will set them free no matter who thinks they're crazy all around no matter who persecutes it's, it's the way of the land it's the way it is it's universal laws okay that no one can get around but anyway i am so happy to be back i'm thankful that i'm here i am thankful that i found the time gave the time to give to you all today um I noticed that there are things that I've talked about in previous segments that I'm like, okay, that's a little controversial as I sip my tea. But hey, 
I am not apologetic. I'm unapologetic. I have gotten to the point in my life that if something I say, something I do, somewhere I go, something I wear, some whatever happens, if it happens, it's meant to happen. And if it's if something gets taken away from me, it was meant to be taken away. I it was my time with it was up. It was but as long as I am moving accordingly, doing what I'm supposed to be doing, giving what I'm supposed to be giving, being led, being the communicator, being used as I was meant to, as we all are meant to be vessels used. We just got to choose what we get filled with so that we know what to pour out, right? Or we, if we don't have that much consciousness, then we're getting filled with and we're pouring out, <laughs> right? So it is what it is. And do I know all truths? No. Can I find out all truths? Sure can. <laughs> Do I want to find out all truths? I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe not. I already have very seldom sleepless, you know, restless, sleepless nights. So the more wisdom you gain, the more truth you know about life, about the world, about people, the less you sleep, to be honest. It is the way it is. I probably don't sleep more than four good hours straight and then I'm up three o'clock five o'clock five o'clock <laughs> once I see the clock say five and then you know what I have been doing all alarms all all type preset things are off right just to see what time I wake up naturally naturally on the dot I wake up at 5 55 every morning that is late sometimes that's that's when I've gone to bed at 11 that's when I've gone and woken up and then went back to sleep at 2 or 3 in the morning and if that has occurred and I'm up 2 3 in the morning and I go back to sleep I still am getting up at 5 55 there's no coincidence there's signs in that what am I supposed to be doing do I have time to meditate? Should I tap into my higher self? What is, what is the message for the day that I need to be giving out to others or I should be receiving? Try looking. Look at the, going to bed, whatever time you go to bed, right? Try waking up without the alarm clock. If you don't have to work, right? If, you, if you're on a schedule, you got to work, all this extra stuff, or you got you to work early, don't be late on the count of me. However, see what happens. See what happens when you wake up. You go to bed, you wake up naturally. Look at the time. If it's synchronicities, are you being led to, to doing some deeper research on those synchronicities? If you add all the numbers up, what is it equal to? Is it a special number? If it's just a regular time, okay, that's fine. But I guarantee you, if you wake up with that consciousness, the next time you do it, it's going to be a message for you in it. Um, <laughs> like when you seek the truth, you find the truth. And if you're on here listening to this, you're seeking truth. You're seeking to find something, to find something out 
to know something more, to know something less, to know something, to know something, period. <laughs> so welcome. Thank you for listening. Thank you. I hope that you have gotten something more than what you've known before. Maybe a confirmation of what you already know. Maybe you just like listening to my voice. Just fine. I was in a meeting not too long ago when I got up and spoke. Turned heads. And someone was brave enough to approach me with it and said, You have a nice voice. You have a beautiful voice. I would love to listen to your voice. Your kids in your classroom are going to be so blessed because your voice is pleasant. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) That's probably why I've been doing this podcast for so long. I like listening to my voice too. (laughs) I've been recording myself speaking since I was eight, nine years old. This has to be part of a destiny now that I think about it. It's part of my destiny. Part of my calling. My voice which at a certain point in time, I was embarrassed, I was shameful, I was felt bad because I would be made fun of, of how clear and proper I am. But when I think about how I've used my voice over the years since a small child, oh, yeah, this voice is meant to be heard. I am meant to give the message. I am meant to communicate to the world, to the dimensions to every realm okay I ain't no joke and you being here in connection with me you ain't no joke either because you're here and I believe listening hearing me being part of still being part of still being connected to your next level or you soon will be your awakening or you have awakened it's all purpose. So anyway, that has been my thoughts. That has been thoughts of a black girl. I'm considered black in this society. I, I, you do Say what you will. Say what you do. Say what you must. But I'm popping. Every melanated part of me is connected to this earth. It's connected to the universe. It's connected to God. I'm a vessel I'm allowing myself to be used. I hope that you allow yourself to be used. Um, I've gotten away from giving y'all a finance or investment tip. I haven't even really, to be honest, to be giving you information would be false when it comes to anything outside of what has been divinely given to me from the ethers. Otherwise, everything else would be just media programming Re, me ricocheting, ricocheting, should I say, or repeating what has been said. And I want to get to a point where I'm not just repeating what you can just find on your latest CNN or uh, YouTube or Finance Yahoo, right? It's something that's coming from divine, a message that is meant for me to give to who is following or listening or reaching out to me. And so I haven't watched the news. I haven't been keeping up with the latest trends in the stock market. None of it. Um, What I am led to tell you when it comes to investment is what I've been saying. It's time to invest in yourself. 
and your land and what you have. Something is coming. It's always a repeat in history. Something is coming. And if you're not prepared, you are going to get the the remnants of a bad deal. Okay? If you are prepared, you will ride the wave and excel. And that's the greatest thing I can tell you. When it comes to investing in self, what I'm talking about, read for yourself. Don't just take the word of me or anyone else, especially no preachers. Read, seek, align, meditate for yourself. If you did not do it when the economy shut down, that's when you should have started. Honestly, when it was silent, when we weren't moving, when we weren't hustling and bustling. But if you did not get a chance, find time to do it now. Um, Plant your gardens, figure it out. Eat your vegetables, eat your fruits, drink your water, right? Speak over your water. Um, other things that you can do. Store. Things that you can live off of. Cans, water, whatever. Store it up. Find a storage. Get you somehow, I don't know, own property for one. And even if it's temporary property, get find some land make that your resource that land it can be a cheap lot seriously it can truly be something you could just buy a piece of land and if you don't want to rent there or put your put a house there build a little shed build maybe build something underground i mean if you got money like that i would tell anybody who has a hundred thousand dollars build you something underground start it and and get it ready okay build some type of bungalow big a safety spot where you keep storage where it's off the grid where it's kind of hidden where people can steal from it very easily they would have to really go do some like next level haunting hunting or traveling if that you know if the world came down to it but have that place because when shit hits the fan excuse my language but it will and when it does and if you're still here on this earth be being prepared is the to next level being prepared seriously rather that's having weaponry and ammo have it stocked up fruit vegetables in a garden have it have it mending plenty of water can't canned goods things that can last three four five six years not things that can only last a couple months that's going to diminish quick but have that get it together study agriculture if you have to i mean that that's a, a job in itself but do what you have to do do what you have to do if anything that's what i would say f i mean okay one part f the stock market f putting all your ducats in this this promissory notes in these dead presidents seriously let 
the earth give you. Let your inner being, your spiritual being, guide you. Replenish yourself. Replenish yourself. Forget all these, all these medicines and everything that you find. It's out here growing freely for us. Everything we need in our demographic. We're not where we are by accident. Everything is mere purpose. Designed. Uh, a spiritualist the other day said, everything is designed to a millisecond. I never thought about it like that. I'm looking at, and I'm sitting on my couch at the time, just scrolling. Even now, just being in my classroom and I'm just talking here with you all. Knowing with that knowledge that every single second is predestined and planned, woo-wee. There ain't nothing that ain't already going to happen, been happened, or I haven't thought of, or God hasn't already created for me and my life. Think like that. Have that confidence in your purpose, in your being, in you, yourself. But again, hey, I am just the messenger. These are just thoughts. Thoughts turn into ideas, and ideas can make and change your entire life. So, again, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And until next time, God bless you and peace be with you.